Hey babies, it's Capri. And Ashley. And we're your very queer hosts to a little queer podcast. Being queer can be weird, and we're here to be your guide through the world of gay. The real gay agenda. And give you 30 minutes to an hour of queer joy, advice. Or us just being loud. Welcome to A A Little Little Queer Queer Podcast. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to A Little Queer Podcast. My name is Capri. My name is Ashley. And we're gay. Uh, and what are we talking about today, Ashley? Uh, we are talking about the gayest, the gayest of canon events. And I think it's something, I know like a TikTok friend recently, I sound so old when I say things like that. You know what the kids are doing? <laughs> the youngins, the, the snipper snappers. Yeah, there are so many different uh, videos going around of different canon events. And we felt it was only right to include those uniquely not so unique experiences that we have all shared. If you are, if you're a queer, if you're a queer, a little queer, a lot queer, like we are. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> Me too. And I think it's so funny because I'll post a video about something I did as a kid. And then I love when I get the comments of people being like, oh, so nothing I've ever done was original. Yes. And it's so true. Like there's so many like, oh, you've had that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Dude, I, I saw this video and made me laugh so hard. It was like, dropping my little sister off at her quote unquote best friend's house and she's doing her makeup in the car. Uh, dead. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's number one. No, just. Well, it it was so funny because people in the comments were like, I don't get it. And it's like, cause you're not gay. Right. It's for us. It's for the girls. All right. For the ladies. Let me hear you. Uh, I love it, but it is true. And it is kind of beautiful because when you're going through the things, especially if you're like in a more isolated situation, you really do feel like you are the only one feeling, experiencing, processing what you're going through. And then you get older and you're like, oh no, we were all doing this. Cool. Every, literally everyone did it. Everyone did it. It's like when you look back on your high school makeup and you're like, wow, my eyebrows were like that. Oof. But like everyone's eyebrows were like that. Right. Dude, I tweezed my eyebrows. Oh man, I wish I could send. I'll find a picture to send you. Please do. But I tweezed my, I'm actually going to look for it as I tell you about it. I'm going to, maybe I'll put, <laughs> I'll put this on the stories too. Um, nobody screen, if you screenshot, I swear to God, you're a fake friend. You're so no, fake. come on guys. Um, don't do this to me. I had to archive it. They were so bad. So I tweezed my eyebrows because I'm ethnic and I have really thick. Because I'm ethnic. <laughs> I listen. I'm ethnic and I have no. Really I hear thick you. Brows. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you could relate to this. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have really think uh, I'm a ha- I'm a hairy girl. You know, I'm a hairy mm. lady, and it happens. Mm. And so I, I sorry, someone someone that I dated in in college actually just posted a picture of us in college, and I was like, ah. I <laughs> love that. Scary. Scary. And now I want to um, see that as well. <laughs> no, I, I, I was, I, I made it work in college. Listen, I put my thing down, flipped it and reversed it in college. Period. I let the eyebrows grow out. But no, my eyebrows were so thin. So I have really thick brows and I have them at like a little arc that I've like tried, kind of like tried to make happen. Um, mm. My sisters will say they're on fleek because they're from 2015. And uh, I, uh, my mom has always had very thin brows and I've always thought my mom was the most beautiful one on the planet. So I wanted to make my eyebrows look like my mom's eyebrows. So I took these tweezers and every day I would just go a little bit until they were like, they were like upside down C's and they were like maybe a centimeter, if not maybe even half a centimeter thick. They were oh, and no. so thin. And my mom was like, your eyebrows are perfect. Your eyebrows are so good. And I, I believed her. And then I Mama. had one of my friends, when I started growing my eyebrows out, one of my friends was like, yeah, I mean, I was worried about your eyebrows for a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. And I was like, no one told me. 
And right. that's, Y'all no, didn't want to clue thing, me in. That's crazy. That, that's the thing that gets me heated is like my friends in high school would tell me like months after they'd be like that phase you were going through with your makeup. Weird. Why, Why did, did you, you let me exist there then for so long? That's crazy. Because, listen, because I would pull you out of there. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like not looking because I'm kind of scared. to, <laughs> to No, that's valid. I had the opposite issue when looking back at my brows. They were too oh, no. big. I was what? doing too much. I don't, oh. I, when I started doing my brows, I just, I don't think I understood them. I have a better relationship now. I'm, your eyebrows are so I'm beautiful not. right now. I love oh, your eyebrows. Thanks, friend. We've come a long way. Okay. It, it was not looking like this senior year of high school. That's all I'm saying. So you just, were they like blocky? Were they blocks? I mean, yeah, I think I just didn't understand the whole, like, just follow the natural shape of your brow. Oh. Like, you don't have to create a new brow on top of your brow. Like, just do All what the they shape. already want you to do type shit, you know? Okay, so I'm going to show Ashley this, this picture of my eyebrows. I'm in it. I'm and in I it. also need you to know, this is a 14-year-old. Don't make fun of this 14-year-old I would never make fun of Precious Baby Capri. Are you joking? <sighs> Cute. Hi. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was going to be worse. I look and like Betty Boop. I a look little, like, but Betty was serving. You know what I mean? She was I that was girl. I was giving 1920s realness, and no one can Period. say that I wasn't. If you're, nope. if you, if you say I wasn't, you're fake. You're literally, you're faking. actually a liar. <laughs> so I think that ties in well because I think that's a regular high school Canada event that happens to a lot of people. If you're in high school listening to this, do not touch your fucking eyebrows. Don't no. touch them. And if you're in high school and you have great eyebrows, nobody wants to talk to you. Actually, you don't. Yeah, actually, you can't relate. Just turn it off. Just You're fine. Off. Yeah, actually leave. <laughs> God. With your, perfect, but now, with your perfect fucking eyebrows. Yeah, so. with your perfect, your great cheek. I, I bet your skin's clear, but you didn't need braces. Oh, those uh, people in high school got me bad. Oh, got I need braces. I'm so, should I leave? I. You know what? I'm going to see myself out. I feel like I have to leave like once, once an episode. So yeah, I'll just, we'll start it early. I'm out. You're pretty. You got this. How did you <laughs> not need braces? Your teeth are so pretty. Oh, thanks. Honestly, I think... Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I genuinely don't know. I think both of my parents don't necessarily have like the straightest of teeth. I don't know. My brother's never needed braces either. I think it's just, it's sheer luck. Wow. Well, luck. if if you needed braces, don't worry because I'm with you because my teeth Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm with you in, like emotionally. I can empathize. <laughs> you know what? Let's just talk about gay things because I am not helping myself. So <laughs> Okay. So going on to queer gay canon events. And like we mm-hmm. said before, a canon event is something that is going to happen. Yes. If it hasn't happened already, brace yourself. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe it will. No. This happened. So we're going to start it off with number one. Yes. Falling for a straight girl. Uh, It burns. It burns. It burns. Do you remember the first straight girl you were into? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I miss her. Um, you back? It's hard because I think a lot of my straight friends have had like, okay, here's the thing. Okay. For me being bi, mm. I think that I just grew up thinking that a lot of other people were also bi. And so when girls would talk about boys, I'd be like, yeah, boys, but also girls. But they right. didn't, they didn't have the other, they didn't have that last part though. They were just, no. yeah. so I, just I had this friend who I grew up with who I didn't really know that I was like into her until I look back on it. But like, it would always be that thing where it was like, if I was your boyfriend, if I was your dude. boyfriend, what would you do? You know, like what would the conversation, dude, I had a friend too. 
I was getting made fun of, not only made fun of for not having a boyfriend. And when she, this is so funny. This is so embarrassing. When she dressed up as a boy, she looked like Justin Bieber. Like she looked like young Justin Bieber. And so her name as a boy was Jake. This is a cis woman. Her name Uh as a boy was Jake. And we would take pictures together like she was my boyfriend, Jake. And we would post them. I love that for you. And I was like, haha, that's such a fun friend thing that we do. I love playing pretend with you. <laughs> I'm so good at it. Like, no, I don't like you. I like Jake. No. And you're just really good at pretending to be Jake. And we're really good at playing pretend. And I love that for us. Oh, that's she's, really precious. She sent me photos of, of her being Jake and a picture of her and me when we were kids, like, a few months ago she was like oh my god look at this and I was like oh that was not friendly for me that was me being into you I oh I love that I think mine was different because I I've talked about this in previous episodes like I was very anti like being attracted to my friends and then when I ended up letting myself be attracted to one of my friends like I thought that she was straight but then she wasn't so worked out quite nicely but I do often remember in high school there being like straight girls that I would die for like I would like I would lay down my life for you right now Mm. I would whatever you need I got you because I'm obsessed with you and so it would never be as deep as like me actually catching feeling like I can't say that there's a straight girl who I like was in love with or like seriously crushing on but like at the same time, I die for you. Like if you if you gave me this, the time of day, in that way, oh, I'm in there, girl. I'm in there. Uh, I'm, no, I, know I mean, that I'm there. You know, respectfully, essentially, I'm there. I love Just that. Just letting, letting it be. Was that you? In, that was you in high school? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And even no, no, definitely not anymore. I just think there's a difference between like falling for a straight girl, being into straight girl, girls, crushing on straight girls. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Especially because when women are, women are beautiful. And yes. It's hard for you to do that with your brain to be like, oh, I like her. Oh, she's, I don't mean, I, I do, I do. I'm into the thing of like, if someone's not into you, not into me, for me, that is a turnoff for me. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not really into people who aren't into me. And I think it's healthy. But you also don't know when you're just starting to get to know someone, if this is a queer person, if this is going right. to be someone who's like into you in that way. So, yeah, there's nothing to be ashamed of, but it's going to happen. And like, babes, you got to let it go. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. Yeah. Because there's a difference between falling for or crushing on and like only being interested in straight girls. Don't and do that. Pining. Why are you doing That's that? That's not a canon event. That's not a canon event. That's a choice. And we need to break that down separately. That can be a different episode, you guys. Yeah. Be okay. But yeah, falling for a straight girl is first. Number two is being obsessed with your best friend. Oh, and I, I gave that one a little bit, huh? Yeah, I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, right? Because for a lot of us, the straight girl that we fall for is our best friend. In my case, I got lucky because the straight girl that I fell for ended up not being straight. Uh, hey, I love that. <laughs> lucky you, Ashley. Okay, we I get know. it. I know. Braces and now this. How dare I? Honestly, I'm the worst. I'll Even your perfect teeth. I will be quiet and never speak. No, no, always speak. But yeah, I also think it comes from like, when you're a queer person, having someone who gets you, whether they be queer or not queer, like having someone who authentically understands you is massive. It's like a really big mm. deal. So I, I'm still obsessed with my best friend. I love my best friend with my whole heart. Like I, one of the only people who I could talk to for like 12 hours straight is my best friend. We could just be on FaceTime yes. just like, oh my God, it's now 1am. That's weird. We started talking at 12, 
you know, PM. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that. Yeah, I, I get that. But also like when there's that like unhealthy sort of thing mm-hmm. for your best friend mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I would die for her and I would also live every single day for her. Yes. Yes. When you're a kid, when you're a kid, you just think there were so many best friends that I had from like fourth to fourth grade to like high school. But I was like, no, I just think, I just think Tracy's the best. I just think she's so pretty and she's so cool. And, and any guy would be lucky to have a crush on her and like her because she's my best friend and she's just the mm-hmm. best. And I just think she's just the most amazing person ever. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that any guy would be so, any guy that she ends up with is going to be the luckiest guy. And when so she gets lucky. married, she's going to be the most beautiful bride. And like, oh my God, her kids are going to be so cute. And like, she's going to be such a good partner. And no, you're gay. Yeah, you're gay, babe. You're all gay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. You <laughs> love her a little it's bit. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, that's a little, like, I mean, like, yeah. But mm-hmm. but I do say it with, like, yeah, because that, it, it is a canon event. Like, it's going to happen. You're going to have someone that you think, oh, my God, like, this is my best friend. And no, you just don't understand. This is how best friends feel like. Maybe your best friend and you aren't like right. this. But the closest that I have with my best friend, I... I would, nothing I wouldn't do. She calls me at 2 right. a.m. I'd go to Mars to be with her. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's because that's because uh-huh. you want to you want to kiss her. It's because because <laughs> you want to kiss her. It's you okay. Her little, you want to give her a little kiss, kiss, little kiss, like, kiss. Relax. Just kiss. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just kiss. a little intense right now. Just kiss. Uh-huh. Next we have. And this was a little sad. But a lot of us have had, we've, we've had the experience and like, that's okay. And we're here together now and we love you. Um, it's having a birthday party that no one goes to. This is, yeah. I was surprised when I heard how many people have this shared experience, except Ashley, because everyone loves Ashley. That's <laughs> not true. That's not true. <gasps> you had a birthday party. I do party have my own too? birthday. It's, so here's what it is. It's not that I, I would have had a birthday party that nobody went to. Because in one way, I was going to say we're insufferable. We're not insufferable. We're amazing. Um, but I I will speak for myself. I was insufferable. My parents also gave me a fucking raw deal because I literally went from private Christian school to public school. And so I was a narc. Like, I was oh, such a little no. tattletale when I got there. I'm telling, like, I go from an environment where you get in trouble if you use God's name in vain. Like, I cannot say, oh, my God, on the playground. To going to a school where like kids are throwing all kinds of like FUs and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. So I'm a tattletale. I'm just a little fucking tattletale. And uh, I'm a fall baby. My birthday's in October. And we started school like at the beginning of September. Oh, so no. yeah, at the beginning of the year, it was looking real grand. But my mom, she peeped game, right? Because she's a real one. And she go, planned me. Yeah, she planned me. It's really cool, like spa birthday party where it was at like a beauty, like a, like a beauty institute. So everybody who worked there, they were like students. Yeah. Um, so it was, it like wasn't that expensive, but it was still really cool because like you and your friends can go, you like get your nails done, you get your hair done, you get your makeup done. And then there's like pizza and stuff. So it was very cool. And my mom invited a bunch of the other girls in my class to that. And because I had such a pimped out party, yeah. then after that, then I had friends, uh, but I was I was not helping myself. Like if if, if it weren't for Nicole, yeah, it would have been a would have been a, a real sad year. So damn, yeah, That's, she came in clutch. She really did. She really did. She didn't know she didn't know she had a little baby then, but she was like, I refuse to let my baby not have anybody at her birthday party, and for that I owe her my life. <laughs> That's amazing. So I had my birthday party. 
And I had two friends show up. One's name was, we're going to say Taylor. Okay. She was the one who, in our crushes episode, I told you I had a crush on her. And she said that she was only my friend because she was only acting like my friend. Oh, yeah. Fuck Taylor. 100%. Fuck Taylor. Fuck you. Yep. At first, I was like, no, she had her reasons. And then Ashley was like, fuck that bitch. And I was like, you know what? Nope. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Little eight-year-old asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Over it. I hope she grew out of being an asshole, but she was definitely an asshole. Me too. And I hope she thinks about it and I hope she rues the day. I hope she (laughs) rues it. (laughs) But I had her come and I I had one other friend come. I don't remember. Sometimes those kid memories are like a blur, but I know she was Mm. shorter than Taylor because, of course, I was just looking at Taylor the whole time. I was like, hey, Taylor, you remember they ready? This is my house. Here we are. Like my home. Look at you. But I remember. <laughs> Do you want to live here with me? You want to live here? My bed is so spacious. Do you want you can make a room in my room? Um, <laughs> uh, I remember I had a birthday cake and there was like it was literally the three of us, which was so sad because I invited like 20 people. I invited my whole softball oh. team. But it was also like my birthday yeah, was on a Saturday. Of course you were on a softball team. Pause. Listen, That's I'm not the gayest this. thing you've ever said. Whoa. Whoa. I'm Whoa. Twilight fan. Right. I'm the one with the wicked curveball. Um, no, <sighs> I'm gay. And um, <laughs> can we just talk about Victoria from Twilight too? Do you have a favorite Victoria? First Victoria or second Victoria from Twilight? First. Rachel, what's her name? Rachel Lafavre? Yeah. First. She, all was, day. she was true to the books. I will say yeah. that. Yeah. She was perfect. And I love, what's her name? Uh, oh my gosh. Bryce, drawing a blank? Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Right. Um, I think she's a really great actress. Um, but I, I hate when they replace, I the swap. It's not good for my brain. I understand that it happens all the time. I just, I'm, I'm never going to root for option number two. Sorry. Okay. That's a fair point. Okay. That's fair. So anyway, my mom got me this birthday cake and, uh, we only had three people. So instead of putting it on plates and giving everyone a small piece, she took these Tupperware containers and just stuffed them with all the cake and everyone got oh. a Tupperware container and a fork. So we were just in the pool with our little giant things of cake Cute. eating and playing. And um, it was fun. It was fun. But definitely I was very sad that only three people came to my birthday. But however, next year, my mom was like, bet, never again. So she she got me an inflatable um like one of those like bouncy house bounce house slides yeah um I ended Ooh. up I ended up falling out of it by the way from the top onto oh shit but we were fine um because like kids are immortal by the way onto I fell off like a no, like a three story thing onto cement <gasps> yeah we'd be running around like SpongeBob like that was absorbed wild. pain <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't shocked though. I had to take a nap, and then my mom was like, "If you keep sleeping, your friends will have to go home." And I was like, "I'm up." Um, <laughs> wait, I'm up. Um, but uh, but no, yeah. So what she did the next following year is she put the bouncy house like in front of where we were living, and so all the neighborhood kids were like, "What's genius. that?" So all of them came because they saw us all She's playing on the bouncy house. Yeah, she was that. strategic. She was strategic. I think her and we- her and Nicole would get along. Yeah, absolutely. And we love moms that make big brain moves for their kids because, yeah. And it is nice. It's uh, it's not nice that a lot of us have had this experience, <laughs> but it is nice knowing that like, hey, you you weren't alone in that. And now you never have to be alone on your birthday ever again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love birthday parties. I'll show up at all the birthday parties. I'll, sh- literally, birthday I'll show party up. We will go to your birthday party. I'll show up. We love parties. Birthday parties. I'll eat, I'll eat cake. I love cake. <laughs> I also love, oh, so I think ever since that, gift giving became a really big love language for me. Mm. 
I don't know, like good gift giving and acts of service. Which is why mm-hmm. when you're here, I'm like, this is your home. Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Capri <laughs> literally is the most amazing host. It's insane. Every time. And Angel. Like Capri and Angel. I don't know what I to mean, do. I always feel so loved. It's oh, because, very because nice. We love you. If we didn't, we were like, okay. Mm. Whatever. No, we love you a lot. Um, so it's but but always for my friends' birthday parties, I would always and I never really had a lot of money growing up. Um, I did a job. I was a, like a, a party princess for a little bit, and but I <laughs> love that. But I got my license so that I could do that job, and I had a Jeep, and Jeeps are Ooh. not gas efficient, so no. my paycheck paid for my gas to go to Damn. work. Um, but I occasionally would have like you know maybe like thirty forty dollars left over. And mm-hmm. so I would go to five below or like a dollar tree or something and like just make my friends like birthday gift baskets or like make them like candy Aww. salads or that sort of thing and just have like a bunch of snacks. So so I was always showing up parties with like two or three bags of gifts and stuff. Because that's just how I would be like, you're not going to feel unloved on your birthday ever. <laughs> and then I did that all throughout college too. I would always throw like my friends, I would throw them birthday parties. Oh. I'll cry forever, but I'm I'm the same. I make a very big deal out of the people that I love's birthdays because yeah. I'm like one thing about me, I'm gonna celebrate your life because mm-hmm. uh, I love you. So you gonna catch this love? <laughs> you gonna catch it? Open you gonna catch it? Um, <laughs> you gonna feel it? <laughs> well, because I also feel like as you get older, birthdays get weirder. And like, I get birthday blues. Yeah. I get bad birthday blues. Do you? Yeah, and I don't know why, but I think it's because my my family's not like close. So like, no one comes to see me on my birthday. So mm. it's like, I know it's sad. Last year, my best friend flew out and she like, like she wasn't able to because of school. But she was like, no, I have to fly out because I know that if I don't go see Capri, no one's going to be with Capri on her birthday except Angel. Oh. And so, yeah, she was like, no, so we're making this happen. But yeah, and that's just like, you know, that's kind of the way my family is. But it's always been like really sad. I'm like, I even as a right kid. Now. Yeah. This is completely unrelated and probably only uh, matters to me and you, but I will be in LA on your birthday this year. <gasps> Let's do something. Yeah. It's your fucking birthday. Are you joking? It just, I feel like the stars align because there's, there's a couple shows down there around your birthday. So I'm going to be there what on your shows? birthday already. I would have come there. Can't flog now. Uh, Child yes. Creators Festival, and I got Olivia Dean tickets for me and a friend of mine. That's later that week. So we going, we, we're we going all out for Capri's birthday. Just so everybody's mm. aware, we're doing it. So sweet to me. Yeah, you can be my friends. It'll be fun. Um. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Moving on from <laughs> birthday party. Really emotionally sad. <laughs> yeah. Let's not all cry together. Oh, this Ooh. one's my favorite, actually. Okay. Number four is being in your school's GSA as a straight ally. Dead. Um, this is something that I feel uniquely qualified to talk about, even though, speak on it, speak uh, on it. even though it's not something that only I went through. Now, if you follow me on TikTok, you've probably seen me either talk about this or like post whatever, because my sophomore, so freshman and sophomore year, I was in my school's LGSA. So if you're not familiar with the LGSA or the GSA, it's either lesbian, gay, straight alliance or Gay Straight Alliance. Now, a lot of them are called QSA, so it's just Queer Straight Alliance. Mine was called Spectrum. Ooh. Yup. I kind of like that. Hello. That's that's very cool. But yeah, freshman year, I joined as a straight ally. uh, And the... I can't remember if it was second semester of my freshman year or first semester of my sophomore year. I was literally the vice president as a straight ally. You don't get it. I just care so much. I just care care so much. I care a lot. I just want everybody to feel seen and heard and supported. And I just support you guys 
so like your community i love it <laughs> a lot you don't understand how much, i have a pride flag in my house but it's it's for you like it's, it's for, for you. you i just want you to know that i support you guys and what you do and how you love <laughs> love, is, <laughs> love, love, love is love is love is love is love i love how you love and i think i also like got the pass because um, my dad's gay and he like came as a guest speaker oh, so you weren't even stuff. suspicious you weren't yeah i know they were like yeah i know her dad's gay like well i'm like yeah exactly my dad is gay i'm not gay i'm just really i just support gay and gay i love is cool with you me don't understand i love my dad so much <laughs> i love him he's the best dad and so that's why i'm here because of my dad anyways and then by the end of sophomore year i came out because i was like mm. I'm feeling like less of an ally. So I need to switch my letters around. Say, wait a minute. <laughs> I need some new I'm, ones. I'm straight, but some of these girls in GSA are hot. <laughs> you know, you know, actually, I would like to take a more active role in this club than I already have. You know what I mean? Um, you're, and when you're, I post, like, you're using it just as a means to get ahead. You're like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being the vice president. I'm trying to get the president role. And to do that, I have to gay. <laughs> I have to gay. I can't do that as an S. I gotta be, well, there wasn't a B anywhere in there, but that's not the point. We talked about it. We talked about it. And that was nice sometimes. And I think that's also part of the problem though, because growing up, and I know you and I have talked about this, like there's not a lot of, or really any bisexual representation. So it's really hard. Now there's so much more, thankfully, and it's growing, but we still obviously have a long way to go for all of us. Um, But it was really hard to even be able to identify that like I'm bi, I'm pan, I'm whatever, because the only options presented to me were straight or gay or straight or lesbian. And I'm like, well, I do like girls, but I still like boys. So I guess I'm straight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just being in the environment and talking about it with other people was really helpful. But when I started posting about that as like a joke, there were so many people in my comments talking about like same, like they all had the same experiences like in terms of like being in their so school with OGSAs. And I'm like, oh shit. So we were all just, we were all just lying. That's cool. <laughs> we, we, we just, we just hadn't figured it out yet, but it helps. So There's a nice. picture I will send you. And it's for like my school did like a pride event and I'm literally smiling. And I was like out at this point. So I don't know why I, but I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm out. Allegedly, you know, but like, I wouldn't right. know. Hey, ah, come on. Um, <laughs> Um, you know for real but (laughs) who's to say um yeah i'll never tell but i had uh i there's a picture of me like smiling with my friends holding a sign and i'm literally holding a sign that says ally (laughs) i love it i love it and that in of itself not just the gsa part just pride like the fact that so many of us can identify like what your first pride was or what your first you going to insert queer event here as the ally and then it's like oh no babe you're one of us welcome home yeah, yeah. and I, I love that too because it does feel like such a homecoming because those spaces mm-hmm. feel i mean depending on who's like in charge of those spaces because i've gone to some like queer spaces where i've been like no but you know but like right but, and it's usually because like i uh, you know there's not a lot of intersectionality there's only there's a lot right. of one group and not another group it doesn't feel like a community um yes. so it, it yes but uh, most of the time i'll go into queer spaces and i'm like Oh, like it feels mm-hmm. like it, even and even when I was not like out a lot. Oh my god, when I was a kid though, when I was a kid, I was like a homophobic child. I was like a homophobic like eight year old, nine year old. I was not really, yeah. And I didn't know why. Like my uncle has like been very out, like like you know, uh, 
I always say he's like suing the state of Florida gay. Like that's how gay he is. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is a community podcast. Um, and, uh, and, and as a kid, I just didn't want to be around him. And I think growing up, I realized mm. I was like, oh, I think I, I saw that he and I were the, like, were very similar. And then I also saw, you know, like I heard stories about like what he went through and stuff. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Bye. Like, you know, and it wasn't until I yeah. got older that I was like, no, I actually think there's something beautiful about having another queer person in my family who has been through so much and has paved the way for me. And now he's like bestie. Like I love my uncle so much. Mm, I love that. He subscribes to my newsletter, my queer newsletter. Oh, I didn't realize it until I, I, I asked for like responses for something and I saw his response and I was like, you're on my queer newsletter. And not only that, you read it, you read my newsletter. That makes me want to cry. Oh, yeah. The gays in my so family much. are elite. Uh, I love gay families. I'm biased, but I love gay families. <laughs> so good. So, so good. okay. the next one is... <laughs> Wanting to kiss your friends for practice. Just for practice. Listen, Just for practice. this is research. I am a scientist. I am not. Yes. Sure, you could say I'm doing this in a gay way, or you could say I'm doing this to improve my craft. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the pause. The, sure. Sure. Yeah. No, that's 100%. We're doing it for boys. We're doing it so that, hey, do you want to not know how to kiss when you kiss a boy for the first time? No, sister. Let's. <laughs> I'm just saying that here. I'm not saying that you should kiss me, but I am saying when you go to kiss a boy, you're going to look real stupid. You're going to look so right. not well versed. Help me help you. Help me help you. <laughs> By helping me. In which turn? No, will... this is starting to sound like coercion and it's bad. Okay. Rewind. No, that's a fair point. Scratch, scratch everything that I just said. No, I'm said. kidding. Not okay. Concern is okay. important. Let's okay. establish that. Move forward. We're talking about. Come on, we've all been there. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, let's just for for science, you know? No, I've well, never like, felt for this practice, and I and I do think that like that definitely was like the thought process in my head of like, no, I'm not kissing a girl because I want to kiss a girl. It's not real. It doesn't count. No, I'm kissing a girl because like this is we're we're all just playing a game. Also, <laughs> this isn't in this. Like this isn't in our, our gay can events, but I want to add a 5.5 having really like tumultuous, heartbreaking, borderline vicious, like breakups or fights with your best friend. Like Mm. when that shit feels like losing like a family member or like losing a piece of you, it's -hmm. because you were in a relationship. It's not Mm -hmm. because like I would have a friend come over. We're going to call her Alyssa. Which funny, funny enough is my is my brother's girlfriend's name. It wasn't her. Deuce relax. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I'm just saying. Everybody calm no. down. Everybody, please, everyone sit. Everyone is getting yeah. way, way too loud in here. <laughs> it's a joke because it's just me and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> but this girl would come over and we would like. She, I think she knew that I was like into her or something. Because she would toy with me so bad. And like every time mm. we were like, oh, it's cool. It's fine. We're vibing. She'd get mad at me. And I'd be like, anything I do, to, what, 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 what can I do? What can I do to make this better? Like, I just want you to happy. I want to see you smile. Like, I don't want you to be so mad at me. And then she'd be like, I just need, I just need space. And she'd like go into another room and like just sit for another room. And I'd be like, hey, can I come in? She'd be like, no. And I was like, oh, sorry, my bad. And it's like, that, that, that's not a straight, yeah. first of all, that's not, that's not healthy. But that's also. No, let's start there. <laughs> yes. Listen. 
I'm not claiming to have had great relationships in the past. Um, I have never once said that ever. Um, but yeah, definitely this wasn't one of them. But it also wasn't heterosexual, which is my point. Like that's not true. That's not a friendship dynamic. I don't know. Maybe people have toxic friends and it's straight and it's just toxic. But I feel like yeah, like when those things are like so intense like that, it thinks that yes. it's that intense because it feels a little homoerotic. Yes. There's definitely a difference. There's 100% a line. Um, and the girls that get it, get it. We know the difference. And even in terms of like wanting to kiss your friends, for that doesn't mean that you actually kissed your friends for practice. Let's be very, yes, okay. very clear. It doesn't mean that it actually happened, but you thought about it. You thought about making the proposition. You were like, yeah, this would make sense. Like, of course we would do this. Like I would be down to do this. Yeah. If you did that, you straight people weren't thinking that straight girls don't think that. Yeah. They're fine. Also, this is another five point. Not we did five point five. This is five point five point seven five. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I when I was younger, I I was thirteen. I had like my first like real real boyfriend. I'm gonna say his name. His name is George. I had a real real boyfriend. I was really excited about it. Hey George. And I would parade that boy around my friends like nobody's business. I was like, look at my man's. And I think. I don't know if it was like a power move or if it was something, but I was really trying to impress the girls that I was around with the guy that I was dating. Mm. I do think I liked him. Like, I do think I yeah. liked him as I, and I had a crush on him and stuff, sure. but I didn't really want to like, it wasn't about like when, when he was around my friends, it was a whole different vibe. It was like, look what I got, you know, do you get that? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. No, 100%. I get what you're saying. I'm here with you. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. If you're, send me a DM if you can relate to this because I was, yeah, I was like, because it wasn't that I didn't like him, but it was more like the the social status, the social status that I had from having a boyfriend who was a football player, who was taller than Mm -hmm. me, who was a little bit older than me. I was like, ooh, Mm -hmm. clearly I won. Clearly I am good woman. Clearly I won. Clearly, I'm the best straight girl there ever was. And Listen, I'm, I'm, who's straighter than you? I am. Zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's, yeah. No. That's what I meant. Me. Yeah. If there was a ruler and it was, if I was standing next to a ruler, that ruler would look bent because I am so straight. <laughs> we got crooked rulers over here. That's wild. You need to fix your ruler because I'm, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> fucking alive. alive. I'm so alive. It's, I'm living. Okay. Number six. Uh, and this is also one of my favorites. Looking up the queer makeout scenes in movies. And examples that we have are um, Jennifer's Body. That's a, that's a, wow. Yeah. And uh, Black Swan. Movie. Also 10 out of 10. And this was really special because this was something I did before I was like, before I was bold enough to start looking up like porn and stuff. I would just Google like girls kissing girls, like videos of girls kissing girls on YouTube or whatever. And the first one that always pops up is always the Jennifer's body scene. And I was too chicken shit as a kid to watch the movie because I don't do scary. I literally didn't watch, you guys, I didn't watch Jennifer's body for the first time until like a year ago. It is. I rewatched it recently. It is a fucking horror movie. It is. It is a horror movie. It's scary. It is. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I definitely thought it was going to be worse because the commercials oh, used to freak me the it was, out. It was worse than I thought. I thought it was more camp. Oh it yeah, isn't, I mean, there's a little bit of camp, but there's no. Sure it is, bit. but no, there's definitely. It's like kind of gory. Yeah, hundred percent. It's scary. But that one scene, I, front to back, I know her so well, 
I know her so well. Isn't, the, yeah. isn't there like a line where it's like, you're lezzing out on me, needy? Or what, what is that line that she yeah, say some, after they kiss? Something, she says something like that. Something weird. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, you initiated. Why are you gaslighting her? Right. But it's so funny because I feel like watching queer makeout scenes, you can kind of do the same thing where you're telling yourself like, oh, it's uh, this is just research. Like, this is just so like I would know how to apply it if I was kissing a guy. I was like, girl, mm. no. Because you could be looking at girls and guys kissing and it wouldn't be a weird That's secret thing. So you know? interesting because looking up, I guess for me, okay, I, two things. For one, by the point that I was looking up videos of girls kissing, I knew I had a touch of the gay. I had a touch of the homosexual. Fair. Totally fair. I was like, hmm. Just like a slight, a little slight sapphic in me. Because sure. I was like, that's, I could, I was like, this is nice, but also this is not normal. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing normal girl things right now. Yeah. I'm different. <laughs> I'm quirky. I don't, I'm just not uh, like other girls. And I don't want to no. be like other girls. I'm uh, adjusting my, my glasses. Okay. Um, Listen, I love Kristen Stewart. Iconic, Same. queer, friend of the pot. Anytime I like somebody, I say friend of the friend pot. Friend of the pot. Oh, in our dreams. <laughs> Kristen, Kristen, if you're Stewart. listening. Kristen has been trying to get on this podcast for years. Girl. And I keep saying, like, <laughs> I am such a Kristen. Listen, I call her Stu. Kristen Stewart. She's my, my mm. Stuart Little. Stu, right. like, my I know Stuart you want to be little. The- <laughs> There's a really precious balance between what me and Ashley bring. And I, I don't know if... I don't know if what you have is going to... Ma- I don't know. Mm. We'll talk. To- we'll do it in a group call. But, like, she's yeah. so wild. Like, she's... Ugh, I love Stu. Um... Anyway, manifesting. But no, when I would watch videos of girls kissing, I knew I was no longer doing I, the the. Have you ever watched the um the octopus teacher? I yeah, my octopus teacher. The yes, you, on yes. You know, at a point when he's like, and this is where my study became unethical, which is when he feeds the fish the octopus. Mm, this yeah. is that is what I thought when I was looking at videos of girls kissing. I was like, I'm this is where the study weak. becomes unethical. The research is no longer research. However, um, I did feel less dirty watching videos of girls kiss than I did of a girl and a guy kiss. Because I was always mm-hmm. taught that like sex, when you're taught sex ed as a kid, it's like sex ed yeah. is a girl and a guy. You know, that's a yes. girl. That, that's sex. With girls, I was like, oh, this is so light. Like, this is playful. This doesn't have to lead to sex, you know, mm-hmm. which honestly mm-hmm. is better to me. That's safer. That's yeah. more, that, that feels more loving. But I guess it's just because that's what I was ingrained. So I never would watch videos of girls and guys kissing. Because for me, I was like, that's that's like that's like pornography. And me and my mm. like nine year old mind, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not porning right now. Um, uh, not porning. Not it being listen, a verb. Okay. <laughs> to porn. <laughs> um, but uh, I did also watch videos of guys kissing. That was my favorite. Oh, I see. I never shit. did. Oh. My God. Now and- <laughs> it's so flipped. Oh my gosh. We can't talk about it. This will have to be a separate conversation. Um, okay. Because it's, we support the strike. But. Oh. I, what I will say is that yes. now male romance excites me more. Like it makes me so happy. It makes me scream, cry, throw up all the things. I can't even. No. It's too much of my body. And we will talk about it after the strike because I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but <laughs> now looking back on it, like the videos that I watched. They were like kind of ambiguous looking men with short haircuts. So maybe to me, it just looked like two like masks oh, kissing. A little bit. It's like, honestly, I kind of love that. So that's probably, that's probably another reason why I was into it. All right, son. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm for it. But, um, but yeah. I love that you would look up movies because I guess movies does give it that. Like, I'm not looking up. Yeah. People. It's not dirty. It's not dirty. I'm, I'm looking up. Mo- yeah. 
I'm You're a film buff. Scenes from one hundred percent. So passionate about cinematography. One hundred percent. I'm literally a film studies major. I'm just you at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and it was always movies like Black Swan. Don't don't uh, shit on me, but I haven't seen that either. Um, that movie's also but scary. I, but I but I've seen that scene though. <laughs> I I was watching that scene. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, um, and you number seven. Oh no, keep going before I. Before no, I no, no. I was just gonna say you think when you're in your little room on your little iPod Touch or whatever that you're the only person who's thinking to do these things, and it's like no, we're all doing it. And also, babe, we're check the check the number it. of views on that video because mm, it's not you. And I promise, tea. it's not just guys looking at it. Like it's not tea. just looking at it from the male gaze. And you can also tell when a video is being made from the male gaze and when it's not. Um, and maybe that video is. Maybe the videos that I watched were too. Who's to say? Yeah. But um. I promise you, there's also, as as you're doing this, or as little you was was looking up this video in your room, there was a little girl, wait, how do I say this? There was a person on the other side of the world doing the same thing at the same age you were, feeling that she was also alone doing it. And you weren't because it is, it is a canon event. It is a queer canon event. And that to me, hey man, if that doesn't say world peace to you, I don't know what does. <laughs> That was beautiful. Wow, you should run for office. That I was, was gorgeous. <laughs> That's my Miss America speech. Oh my God, so good. So good. <laughs> People are like, how could you save the world? I'm like, give the gays videos of girls kissing. The end. This is the gay and tell them it's Thank normal. <laughs> because it is. Because it is. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Okay, Number seven. Off, sorry. Trying to dress gay. Mm. Do you remember as like 2012 outfits of like Zendaya? Uh, I'm so glad that this is the example that you reach for because it's the perfect one. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 If you don't know what we're talking about, please look up like tomboy Zendaya aesthetic mm. or like 2012 mm-hmm. Zendaya because she was giving skater boy to the max mm-hmm. and and she still does this. Listen, when I so I had to get stitches yesterday <laughs> and I accidentally cut my leg um, mm. and it was like it was bad. So I had to get stitches. Uh, hence, when I said that earlier and and Tom <laughs> Holland was talking about how Zadea was cooking dinner and like accidentally sliced her finger and she had to get stitches. And I was like, oh, my God, like in my Zendaya era, having to get I'm, stitches right now. <laughs> I got to leave. I got to go. <laughs> that is so perfect for you. Listen, um, no, I'm obsessed. But uh but yeah, those pictures, I was like, how do I find the right flannel? How, her shoes were always so fresh. I was like, how do I yes. find those shoes? How Because she has like similar, very, very curly hair. And I was like, okay, how do I get my curly hair to look as good as her curly hair in those snapbacks? Like she was, man, she was fly as hell. She still is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But she was fly as hell. Yeah. And either intentionally or unintentionally, the poster child for exactly what we're talking about right now. Dude. There is something about... When you finally are able to find the words that like, yeah, I'm bi, I'm gay, I'm whatever. And then your brain is like, okay, well, I have to, I should be like putting out more masculine energy. And I remember, dude, sophomore year of high school, after I came out, I went through like a whole young and reckless t-shirt phase. So it was like all like big t-shirts, like tons of those like boobies bracelets, which was really an everybody thing back in the day. Um, but Boobies yeah bracelets wow yeah 
Did you not I have these bracelets? No, no, I did. But I, I didn't is... realize that was like a gay thing too. Cause you're like, <laughs> I'm gay. Yeah. Though. But like, I mean no. like boobies in like a boobies way. Yeah. in like an actual boobies way, but yeah, big t-shirts, skinny jeans, bro, something about, and I don't know. I actually, I do know exactly what that is because it's the way that we're conditioned to perceive that like, oh yeah, there is a way to look queer and where like there is like, yes, you can look at somebody and be like, yeah, you're fruity. 100%. There's not any one way to look queer. And so it's it's like the learning curve when you first come out. Like, you don't actually have to cut your hair off. And you don't have to, you know, start wearing X, Y, and Z so that you can validate your queerness. Like, you can just mm-hmm. be you and still be gay. But we, we all do it. We all do it. The snap out. Oh, yeah. We all do it. And I will say, like, you don't have to. But if you do, you might look really good. Like, you I mean, might... There are some videos on TikTok where women and sapphics have been like, oh, like I had long hair my entire life. People are like, don't cut your hair. And they cut their hair and they just become, uh, they boop, sexy, sexiest person. <clears throat> uh, and it's just like, what, how did you do that? So like, no, like if you're, trying to, if you're doing it just to validate your queerness, don't. But like, if you are trying to be like, what does my style look like? Maybe, maybe cut Yeah. Maybe you yeah. look Just play around with some stuff. It might work because for you. It might look, it might look so good. It might look so That's good. Right. I'm, I'm like in my, you know, hey, it's happening. So mm. no, I'm trying to think. Did I have any any phase like? Oh no, ugh, I did. I mine was bad. I did like, I did skinny jeans. Oh god, it was so bad. I did, and this was recent. I did like skinny jeans, Doc Martens tucked into my skinny jeans. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, the skinny jeans tucked into my Doc Martens, not the other way yes. around. And yeah, then like a, a button-up shirt tucked into my skinny jeans with a belt and then like glasses. I love it. I, I was love giving it. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. And I love it. I think it's precious. And it like, but like also like that, I mean, and if you're giving that, I love, I love that. But I really want to get into like my I never, because curly hair, I don't know how to wear a snapback with my hair not looking like I'm a clown. Like my hair will like poof up at the ends. It's not cute. Unless I straighten my hair. I feel like I've seen you in hats and it's been cute before. If I have longer hair and I straighten it, it's very cute. If I wear um, bucket hats, fly. I look fly in bucket Mm. hats. But I can't wear a snapback because I have a small head and big hair. So I just look like a bad doll. Not a bad doll. Looks like it's giving bad dog. We have to play with this. We have to experiment with this more because I, I feel wanna, like this is possible. Bro, if I was in my, but I, will, I will throw on like a tux every once in a while. And I do love Ooh, being in love like, that. those are sexy, but like yeah. my streetwear energy is, is still giving very much, um, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're figuring it out. Workshopping it. Um, so I'm okay. with you Remember? on that. <laughs> yeah. If you're in that era, me too, bestie. <laughs> it's okay. We're figuring it out. We're all learning together. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Um, number eight, mm, having a first date that lasts three business days and honestly can go longer, <laughs> so much longer. Uh, this is, it's just gay. It's peak gay. Um, whether what is you that? are, why do our dates last so long? What is it? Because we like meet up and we're like, oh my God, this person's amazing. And I never want you to leave. And then, so <laughs> your dinner turns into, bre- and it's not even in a sexual way. Right. No, like, not. sure, it can be, but a lot of times it isn't. Like, it's like, no, I had, we, we have dinner together and it's, this is so much fun. We're having such a great time. And then we go on a walk and then I invite her back to my place and then we stay up talking all night. And then we're like, well, let's get breakfast. And then 
it's just like yeah, it becomes an, an, a whole extravagant adventure. Or on the other side, lots of long distance dating happens oh, that's in the what queer I did. community. Yep, that's what you and I had one of those experiences as well. Mine was terrible. Yours was great, and I love that yours was great. Um, yeah, well, I'll okay, save mine for terrible. my worst date stories, but it was it was technically the first date that lasted about four days, and it was atrocious, but it did. So whether it's because you're like linking up with somebody and you're just caught up in all of the energy and then you end up spending a full week with them or they move in and then you're just full blown U-Haul or mm-hmm. you're dating somebody who lives, you know, 3000 miles away. And so you kind of have to have a three day long first date. <laughs> a week and a half. But yeah, date. it is our culture and it can be really fun sometimes. I love it. Like, and- and I love that you put the emphasis on the fact that it doesn't have to be sexual because it doesn't. Yes. It's not about like, oh, you're spending the night and we're like fucking every night. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you can't say like, uh, for, for those auditory listening, which is everybody. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> um, I stick my tongue all the way out when I do that. When I make that it's noise. It's so good. It is all the way it's out. So, so good. It's giving Meg, you, you know? It's giving what? Meg, the stallion, Wait. real hot girl shit. Oh my god, like, I thought you meant Meg as in like the Megalodon, which not is the, the Megalodon, oh the, the shark. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck does that mean? Actually? It's giving cheese coming to eat you. <laughs> nope, that's nope. It's giving nope. it's giving extinct sea dweller. <laughs> it's giving. Um, are you a dinosaur? It's giving. It must be stopped. Uh, but no, um, I love that it, that it doesn't have to be sexual because it is sometimes like I'm. I went on a date with someone who I'm no longer dating anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not mad about love it. It's fine. No, everything's cool. Everything. It's I'm like so good. I don't think about it at all. Actually, I've literally never thought about them before. I didn't look at her Instagram once. She has Instagram. That's weird. Sometimes you and I will just talk at each other at the same time, but it's wild because I hear everything you say, and same. I'm like, my mouth's also going. <laughs> but um, oh, we sorry. had a date where we watched uh all the oh I can't strike material, y'all. If if you're a member of of any of the people that we're striking against, can y'all end the strike, please, so I can get talk it together. About... Pay your people. Can you do it this so I can nuts. talk about shows? Because I won't do it. Um, until you do it, um, mm-hmm. balls in your court. But uh, <laughs> we watched a show that I, I, a new season of the show had come out, and so she came over and we watched the show, and it was totally non-sexual. And we watched like she came over at like nine, and we watched mm-hmm. like four episodes of the show that was an hour long each episode. So it's like one, and at this point, I'm like, I don't want you to drive home; just go to sleep. And then she yeah. went to sleep, and it wasn't like we didn't sleep in the same bed or anything. She slept, slept on my couch with brown cow. I slept mm-hmm. in my bed, but it was like, oh yeah, that's how that happens. It's not like a, ooh, we should. And hey, if it does, right. if it does, if it does, love good that. For you. Then you have better love game for you. than I do. But for nobody has better game than Capri. You are so Dr. funny Riz with that. <laughs> PhD, baby, let's go. Uh, get your masters. <laughs> I'm always be your number one hype man, bro. Same for you, and I love that. <sighs> I love our love story. Um, anyway, right. but yeah, well, our first, yeah. our first friend date was three days. A whole week. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It just happens, especially when like 
for people who are listening to this and you're if you're feeling like there aren't a lot of queer people around you, like in your town, whatever, like the internet is amazing to connect with people. Mm. We've said it before. We'll say it again and again and again. Like Capri and I would not be here without the internet. Um, And don't be afraid to make those connections. Obviously like get to know people as best you can before you do feel comfortable, like traveling because you always want to prioritize your safety and always have an escape plan just in case always have an escape always don't go visit somebody if you don't have the money to be visiting someone don't go visit someone unless you know you can get an airbnb or afford a hotel or a hostel in that area in case things go south or a plane ticket home please be safe please be safe 100% yeah when I with my not so great dating situation that we will say for another episode um (laughs) I was very adamant about like them coming here because that was of more comfort for me. That would but have also, sucked if you went to oh, see I, them. I don't know because they lived in a place where I didn't know anybody else. Like even when I went to see Capri for the first time, not like I thought anything was going to happen, but it's, you know, in an area where I know, like I have family who lives there. I have mm. other friends who live there. Like it's not something where I would be stranded if this goes out. So definitely be careful, but don't be afraid to put yourself out there because you can make, meet amazing people and build amazing relationships, romantic or platonic, whatever, um, with people who maybe live 5,000 miles away. But hey, then you get to have a, a five-day-long first hangout, and it's great. It's amazing. But yes, and do you get to make a podcast together. Yeah, and you'll be best friends for the rest of your lives. Um, and yeah. Stop. Oh, my God. So me and Ashley went to go see an, an improv show while she was in town recently. And mm-hmm. um, someone, one of the one of the friends that, I, w- that we saw perform was like, oh, my God, was that your girlfriend? She's so cute. <gasps> and I was like, she is so cute. She is not my girlfriend. And I said, she's my best friend. Girl. Ah! No, wait. Hello, crap. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And Capri and I do this a lot. Sorry that you guys have to be here to witness this. I love Capri. I love Capri. When I realized that Capri actually like liked me, like fuck with me as a person, I was like, oh my God, everybody shut up because Capri thinks I'm cool. So I'm cool. So I don't care what anybody else says about me because I think Capri is cool. And then like actually getting to spend physical time with each other because of this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening and being here and um, just supporting our, our friendship um, has been amazing because Capri is like one of my favorite people in the universe. So the end, that's all that I had to say. I just really love you. I love you so much. It was so funny because when you went, oh, and then I don't know if you were yelling or something, but you leaned back and your mic completely went out. So I just saw your face making face. And I was like, whatever she's saying, my she's bad. very passionate about. Yeah, sorry, I got way too excited with that one. My fault, my fault. Oh, um, no, it's okay. I love you. But like I think, but I think that is part of the thing, circling back to having a first date or a first encounter that lasts multiple days. It just mm-hmm. increases the bond. Like you bond with someone really quick. You get to see what their day-to-day life looks like. And also like when you see someone like at 2 a.m. And then versus just seeing somebody on like 1 p.m. on a Friday, like you kind of get a fuller view of like, what is this person like when they're challenged? What does this person look like? Mm. Like when they have some, when they when they have tasks that they need to do, how does this person keep their home? How does people, tr- how does this person treat waiters or treat, you know, their yeah. animals or their neighbors? And then you really get to see like, and it makes you, I, and I think that's also why like you hauling is such a thing because it makes you fall for a person faster when you it's get true. to see what they're like in their full life. And you're like, I just want to be a part of this with you. It's true. Okay. We have one last gay canon event. Um, number nine, having dated or talked to someone your partner has also dated or talked to. All that I it's see so in funny. my mind with this one is in the L word. What is it the called? web. The web. Yes. The web. The web. Yeah. And 
yeah, I had never felt more seen than when I saw that because it's so like the world is smaller than we think it is in general, a straight otherwise, but the gay dating world is this big. You can't see, but I'm pinching very tiny. It's small. It's little. And I cannot, I have legitimately lost count of how many times I have been in a relationship with somebody or talking to somebody and something comes up or whatever. And we realize that we have matched with, talked to, been on a date with, potentially even like full-blown been in a relationship with the same person. Yeah. It's wild. You just got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a numbers game, you know? <laughs> no, for real. And I think that's also can be really beneficial too, because then you know, like people, I mean, I, I was out with this person who who is, I don't know if he's, I don't know how he labels, but he he's like, maybe I'm straight, but maybe I'm not. And I'm like, I love it. Mm-hmm. But there was this girl who who I was like, who I'd met when I ran into him. And I was like, this girl's like really cute. And he was like, oh, like, mm-mm. like he was very much like, no, no. And I was like, tell me about oh. this person. And he was like, you know, my my friend had a thing with this person. It was just like, I'll connect you to about, but, like, but essentially in the sense of like, it kind of can save you from situations that can be. Like, mm. not great, because I think people are also like, hey, this was my situation with this person. As long as people are in a healthy position with their relationship, as long as they're not like, I actually want to get back with this person, so I'm going to tell you they're right. religion, you know, which could happen. Right. But I think when people are in spaces of like, oh, I actually have dated this person, and I'm going to tell you my experience with this person, I think it can be really helpful, and it saves you. But I think that's the part of having, like, being in the community, is like, you have yeah. people who are like, oh, shared experience, and also like, I want to help you. You know, I don't want yeah. to be in a shitty situation. Yeah, that's true. And it can also be where like you have someone in common where neither of you ended negatively. And then it's just a funny thing. It's just a funny <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, that's just silly. Yeah. And then it's just nice. And yeah, it's chill. The, the key is not to make it weird. Context matters, right? Yeah, so if yeah. this is somebody who it was messy or it is presently still messy with them, then like yeah, get out of there by all means. But like it doesn't have to be a weird thing. We're we recognize that like even in bigger, like more densely populated metropolitan areas, you still have smaller dating communities. It just kind of yeah. is what it is. So yeah, you just gotta roll with it. Make it fun. It's good for the plot, you know? It's so good for the plot. <laughs> yeah. Just tell a story, write a book about it, make it into a yeah. short film. No. I love that. And I think that is such a a canon thing to like have matched with the same I was I was out on a date with this girl. <laughs> this will be in our worst date episode. <laughs> I'm ready. But um, we went into a, a club. I don't go clubbing. It's not my thing. <laughs> but I, I do sometimes. If he was really with, trying. I was putting in effort. Um, and mm-hmm. I will I will say that, like, you know, I'll try new things. And I do like dancing. I think it's fun. But, like, going from, like, somewhere 10 p.m. being out till 4, that's not my bag. I'm a bedtime girly. I like my seven to eight hours. Um, And so, uh, but that all to say, the person who was working the door was someone that she had matched with on Tinder and was going on a date with that week. (laughs) Wow. And I couldn't even be mad because she was so hot. She was so, I was like. Oh, I love that for her. Sounds about right. (laughs) Sounds about right. Um, Yeah. So on that note. (laughs) I love it. They're, if they're everywhere. where we are everywhere. And I love that for us. But um, if there are any gay candidate events that we miss, please share. Please share. Cause I'm sure there are a ton. And we could do a part I'm two. I'm sure there are loads. 
Oh, this is the we gift. would love a part two. Being gay is the gift that keeps on giving. And I love there that. are so many shared experiences and shared brains that honestly make us feel uh, so much closer. That's why, okay, so like a tangent, I love the whole girl dinner concept because I never realized that like, that is a weird thing where it's like, oh, it's like, it's 9 p.m. and I forgot to eat, so I'm gonna have a Diet Coke and chickpeas and like maybe some apples and then a chocolate and then right. leftover chicken. And yeah, yeah like girl dinner. And it's so funny. Yeah. And I find some people being like, this is infantilizing women. Like, this is not funny. And I'm like, no, dude, I think having a shared experience with people and being like, oh mm. my God, I didn't realize that was just like a stupid thing that I went and stupid is an ableist term, but like that's not like a silly term, a, a silly thing that I do. That's a, we all, we've all done that. That's so funny. And it's such a, it's such a connecting thing. And so I love sharing these connecting moments with people and having these like shared canon events because it is like, oh yeah. Or like people are like, are you in your twin cest era? Because it happens. That's not yo, on there. Yo. We should have put that in there. See? Bonus. Being See? in your twin cest era. just realized we missed already. Yo. <sighs> I've never been there, but I know a lot of people who have. I know a lot of people who have. Really? It's so interesting. And I was talking to Vaughn about this the other day too, because, okay, hold on. Cause now you have to explain it. Explain twin cest era. Oh, being in a twin cest era is when you're attracted to people who look, who look similar to you. Yes. And give off like similar vibes to you. Yes. And so I was talking to, we know one of the greatest, um, what perpetrators of this is, uh, Kaylani Ashley Parrish. I die. I would (laughs) die for her. She stays dating people who look just like her. I get it. She's fine as hell. Like, yeah, why? I'm, why? Fix it it's not me too. Hey, <laughs> hey, I am the bar, actually. Um, but <laughs> I was talking about about it, and like I, as a like femme presenting chocolate girl, um, mm. I would love. Oh my gosh, I would be living my best motherfucking life if I could find another femme presenting chocolate girl who was down to date me. But whenever I cross paths with them, and like I'm down. They're either like into more masculine presenting people or whatever. And so I just don't, I'm not saying they aren't out there. I'm sure y'all are. I just haven't found you. And so, hey, it's hard out here. Um, that's, yeah, but that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's not on my list, but it is, it is a strictly gay experience. Well, I won't say it's a strictly gay experience because I see straight people sometimes. I'm like, you guys look like siblings. 100%. This is the male version of you. I was just watching a, I don't know if it was like an episode of like, it's an, it's a shit. I don't know if it's struck or not, but it was a show about when laws are broken Uh and things need to get put in order. Sure. I love the, I love that. (laughs) That was excellent. Actually, it's so good. (laughs) And it was this couple that was like, and maybe it wasn't even that show because it didn't have any of the main characters, but it was one of those types of shows. And it was about (laughs) this couple that was actually, siblings and they were like oh my god we're siblings and i'm like duh you have the same face like how do you not and they were like we even have the same allergies isn't that so weird and it's like yeah oh i know what show that is it's not the one that you think it is it's a different show but i know what show i can tell you what show it is when yeah Mm -hmm. because i was watching those clips (laughs) yesterday too (laughs) another our 40 pages are the same (laughs) <laughs> literally yeah but um but no yeah being in your twin cis era that's also that's so normal that's it's funny if you date someone yeah i was in my twin cis era with a girl that i was also seeing recently and i was showing my friend my friend was like oh so you're at that stage of being gay and i was like yeah love that so see yeah that's already one that we almost missed so please fill us in on all of the other ones that we missed um 
And thanks for listening to us, for hanging out, for just like uh, listen to us talk over each other for an hour. It's really kind of you guys. We appreciate you. Yeah, we love you. You're really hot. <laughs> so hot. It's like oh, overwhelming. You get I get so weak in the knees from the thing. Mm, get it? Mm. Yeah, I got that. That's it. It was got bagged. The end. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to a little queer podcast. And hey, if you want more, DM us on Instagram at littlequeerpod. Be back here next Thursday for another episode. I already miss you. Leave us a review, but only the good kind for real. For real, for real. And and subscribe. I love you. Bye. Music by 118. Ooh.